1: why? Give it, it good, it work, Give it, it
2: good, it work, Give it, it good, it work, Give it good. good. Drive. All right, Andrew, here we are, episode number one fifty nine.
1: We're back. It's Sunday. It's uh, five twenty eight PM. Uh, it's warm in here. I got the air conditioner going. I've been I, I poured myself a a hefty glass Daiquiri. of scotch but then we got talking in the in, in before the intro and now a good portion of it's gone so this might get we weird
2: are, we that's what friends do man yeah. you just talk you know friends hash it out drink. sometimes man it's not just all about jokes man sometimes we talk you know i hate that it's like it's like a brotherhood I hate that it's shit like, hate right talking i am, man i'm sorry you know it's uh, we you know we we lean on each other you know sometimes when you lean on someone too hard their back hurts
1: I have like I lead
2: a reasonably
1: solitary life, you know, like I I got the things I like that I that I to do. I like the thing that I got the things I like to like explore and, and read about and whatnot. Gab and is always have, out yeah. you know, like going to beaches with people and like going out with uh, with her friends and whatnot and every now and then she gets into this weird mode where she's like you need to like you need to make some friends, man. You need to uh, like you need to get out. <laughs> You're like, God damn it! I have friends. I That's have what I'm a friend. saying. Yeah, my my friend is fucking Nietzsche. All right, <laughs> fuck my, my friend is Socrates. <laughs> Leave me the fuck alone, man. It's Come
2: okay, on, man. Your friend is Hagar.
1: That's true. My best.
2: friend is he Hagar. Wrote, he wrote the best of
1: both worlds about you, pal. It's funny though. Like I think because I do think about that sometimes. I'm like, well, maybe you know, maybe there's a part of the world I'm I'm sort of like missing. It seems so yeah. fucking obnoxious to go out with people and like do and like oh fucking I love it. Listen to their problems. Oh, I I late in way late in life have become
2: a, a social person. Wow, like in the past maybe two years. Just I love going out. Fuck it, sitting down next to a fire, take a gram, maybe drink a beer, hand someone else a beer, talk. That's fascinating people. People people you see all the
1: time just talking, you know, shooting the ball. It's great. It sounds like they're you filming know. Fast and Furious outside your window right now. They
2: certainly you know uh, that the the block is hot, literally and figuratively. There's men down the street who, I think it's an interesting uh, sociological commentary. They have very fast, very old, shitty cars like Mazdas and Datsuns and shit. And they go. They wait, till, they wait until the top of the hill, and they wait till the light turns green, and then they gun it. Nice.
1: Did I, on they, the podcast, did I talk about this past 4th of July at all? You did not. All right. So, um, we, you know, we just hung around the house, like, cleaned up, had, like, a, a chill day, went out, got a few drinks, and uh, Gab's friend, uh, Emily, came over uh, to the bar, and we were supposed to go to, like, her roof to watch fireworks. Yeah. She was like, you know... Um we're gonna go to somebody else's spots a little better. We will stop by our spot first and there's uh it's like a biker gang that lives down the street that always <laughs> does like a pretty a pretty wild Fourth of July fireworks show. Sure. And it, I, I'd listen. I'm not saying that I don't think people understand what they're talking about, but there was a lot of statements in there that are uh, (laughs) falsifiable, you know, like, the thing is, like, I don't expect people to know what a real biker gang is, or really what a real, like, fireworks show, you know what I mean? Like, I think my expectations versus the majority of people are different there, and I recognize that. So, we left and we went to her house which is like in a pretty nice neighborhood it's, it's not far from uh, from the old overnight drive headquarters wonderful there's a straight up biker gang on her street <laughs> like <laughs> it's like sons of fucking anarchy down there and they're lighting off fireworks for sure professional fireworks in the middle of this street screaming and there is a new york pd no. helicopter hovering 80 <laughs> feet above off the ground just over them because apparently they get so rowdy that they deserve their own helicopter this That's year. awesome.
2: Birds. They got a bird.
1: It was great. It was wonderful. That, and then everyone else wanted to go to the roof. I'm like, let's fucking stay here. I want to see how this goes. <laughs> this looks that, so was there fucking any, was, good. Was there any drama? No, well, did I mean, maybe there was. We did leave. Sure. We wound up going to some roof that I assumed somebody in our group of about eight or nine people knew someone at, but No. We just like yeah. waited for somebody to buzz in and just walked up some fucking roof that no one no one knew any residents of. It was good. Um <laughs> sounds but, great. Yeah, I was really fascinated because so rarely do people say things that sound over dramatic to me that really come true. I expected it to be like four guys around a like a moped, just like lighting off fucking Roman candles. But uh no. it, it was legit.
2: It's like James it's like it's like Ray Liotta was there.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yes, it was just like Ray Liotta was there. He said he was flying the helicopter.
2: He was like, Yeah, I remember when he got chased by the helicopter in Goodfellas, and he freaked out. Oh,
1: really good, very really good. good.
2: <laughs> that, that's happened to me before. A lot of Staten Island footage in that movie, and uh, it makes me feel like I'm going to my grandpa's house.
1: That's weird because when they uh, when they redo the house and it's fucking all like insane and gold plated and mirrored and shit, it reminds me of my grandmother's house from when I was a child. <laughs> it's fascinating. <laughs> of course.
2: Um, I have, uh, not been enjoying the summer at all.
1: What's going on? But,
2: well, no, well, I mean, it's, uh, been hot. Uh, I've been sad. A lot of of weird shit's going on. (laughs) But, I take little solace, tiny bits of solace in the fact that Albany... Finally, had a white power controversy. Oh, you fucking. Hear anything about this? It,
1: it, take me and throw me into the deep end of this. Okay. I've been looking forward to this conversation. You know what? I yeah. lied. I do like conversation. I do like just shooting this shit. Tell me all about it. <laughs> Are you familiar with what a proud boy is? What if I just get drunker as this podcast? Like, if I just keep pouring <laughs> it and, like, really around, like, the 28-minute mark, really start to, like, slur and, <laughs> ugh, you know?
2: I had um, half a slice of cold pizza today, and I'm on beer four. Oh, so wow. I'm right there with you, pal. Jesus. All right. Um, <laughs> and I, I, and am. I took speed and X, <laughs> so I'm good. Fuck. Um, yeah, um, we're, we're
1: flying high again. You um, <laughs> um. <laughs> I, All right, not to, not to belabor the initial point, I do know what a Proud Boy is because when I rejoined Twitter, I decided oh. that I only uh, followed people um, that were like student lunatics. <laughs> who like who believe you should go to jail for taking your shirt off in like public places yep. and shit. So I decided that I would barbell it and I would find some real like right wing wing nuts too. And this was before the election. Yes. So that was just like an interesting thing. But then the election happened and I just am I mean inundated by lunacy on all sides. It's uh it's a hard thing. So yeah, I am I'm familiar with the Proud Boys. I see Gavin McGinnis uh reasonably <laughs> often in uh in my life
2: Drinking, uh, no doubt, drinking a uh, some sort of complicated coffee drink. That you know, he'll call, <laughs> he'll call somebody like a like a like a little uh, snowflake worm. If they get it wrong, if they get the drink wrong,
1: it's weird yeah. because he's got like this like James Bond villain persona. But I just see him like tooling down the street, yeah, like like getting a Starbucks yeah, the, or some shit. Like the it, it, king,
2: no, the king and the idol to everybody. It's always the the desktop computer in the living room. <laughs> <laughs> men's rights. That's the mark of a, a fucking men's rights activist. Emptied, empty, alternately empty and half full. Uh, but have definitely been sitting there for a while. Dorito bags around a desktop computer that is used exclusively for trolling. He is, the qu- he is their queen and king. Yeah. Yep, correct. Because they don't like women, so whatever. He's just the overarching guy. He's the man in a... Uh, this, and this has very, a lot of levels. This includes uh, sartorial commentary Perfect. about Fred My Perry favorite. clothes and all kinds of shit. Uh, I've never worn a Fred Perry, but a lot of people do. And now in Albany, if you wear one, you're labeled a racist, right? <laughs> but only if
1: it has yellow. <laughs> That's right? a quintessentially Albany way to fucking... Like, Holy moly. Jesus, that is fucking lawn care by fire as usual for uh, for Albany. Well fuck. done. Just light Albany the whole fucking is, thing up.
2: This entire thing is lawn care by fire. And that's a great way to put it. Uh, okay, so, fact is that in uh, one of the greatest tattoo parlors of all time, and, you know, place that you want to go, if you want a really good... Like Red Rose. Like
1: a fucking uh, a wizard.
2: Yeah, you know, if you're drunk and you want <laughs> a quick tattoo because you've got it in your head that after a lot of drinks, this is the greatest night of your life, and you're with your friend, one friend, and you both getting matching tattoos on, like, your ankle if you're girls, or if you're dudes, you just, you know, you probably don't think about it. If you're girls, you get matching tattoos maybe on your lower back. That kind of thing. I'm not going to say tramp stamp, but what maybe you get something similar. I just right? need
1: some quick ink. Yeah, you got any like so appointments get... free for some quick ink? It's like I like a tats. They're good tats. Red, if
2: you're gonna get like an anthropology like arrow pointing, <laughs> like <laughs> you know, I just want to. It just signifies. that I'm just moving ever upward, and ever uh... onward, like a like a the steep trajectory of an arrow.
1: I got a tattooed like upside like... down because it's for me.
2: Yeah, like you fucking, you put you put the underwear away at Forever 21, and then, then that's like your upward and onward fucking reminder, I'm like, no matter how hard I work, I know there's more for me out there, and that kind of shit. So you get that tattoo. That's the kind of spot, right? It's right across the street from Deftones the Bar, a.k.a. Cafe Hollywood. Oh, that will... spot, yeah.
1: I, yeah, I got, got a large, tattoo there called, once. It's
2: called Lark Street Tattoo.
1: Yeah, the guy was and insistent they, on trying to, like... Upsell me and more in the tattoo as though I hadn't like considered it. Like, I, I'm i good. Thank you. <laughs> I understand what you, I get it. I do. Uh, yeah, interesting. Lark, yeah, okay.
2: In the grand spirit of things we love, uh, Lark Street tattoo, uh, it fell victim to an anonymous
1: conspiratorial Damn. website. I'm gonna hang out in Lark Street a lot when I'm up there in two weeks. I'm just gonna like I'm just gonna walk up and down Lark. Where you know what? We should do that. We should just shoot
2: the whole thing. And uh, I got to... oh, it, speaking of shooting the whole thing, I've got a great idea that I'm gonna tell everybody about. Perfect. Um, we should shoot the whole thing and be like, hey, here we are in the hotbed of racism, and race relations, Albany, <laughs> and then we'll just show like people like a guy in like cargo shorts drinking a cup of coffee and smoking a cigarette like in front of bombers. Like, um, But it became, for a day and a half, it became a he said, she said, they said situation where people were alternately saying, like when a lot of uninformed people, and they try their best, but a lot of, when a lot of un, like, fake woke uninformed people get together and start virtue signaling left and right and center... It becomes a very slippery slope yeah (laughs) it becomes a very funny and fun slope right and then lark lark tattoo albany has uh, issued a statement and the first line of their statement is dear friends the digital age is a difficult one with communication media technology and information at our fingertips in an instant it is nearly impossible to keep up as a society we have taken to a react now Think later course of action that often does not allow to differentiate fact from assumption. So the whole reason why they're involved in this is because the expose uh, came out, published came out. That three that the big the big gist of the expose was not that the Proud Boys exist, not that they are are, are uh, virulent racists, which they are, the nationalists racist they love it's like it's weird though because it's also like they embrace you know the shit when you go to like marshall's you know like in the the, (laughs) stick with me Uh, yeah i know you're going somewhere here and you've got like the this the area the clearance area where they have all like the the toiletries for like 90 percent off and there's always like beard butter and like Mm -hmm. American crew shampoo and these are the dudes that buy that shit yeah. like wholesale. They're like, whoa oh, my god, this was great. And they buy like cheap cologne, and stuff like that. Those are the proud boys.
1: The thing is, you know, these just, dudes have existed for twenty years. I can like if you rewound yeah. me, if you took me and you put me back in time fifteen years, I can point out these dudes. Like the only difference is that they've got like a name now. They've got like an identity. Before it was just like the dude with <laughs> hair gel at the show. That was it. That was it. That, that was the was, only thing. Oh, no,
2: Tat- totally tattoo, tattoo,
1: hair gel guy. There he is. Yeah, one in every town.
2: Yeah. yeah, a lot of bad tattoos. A lot of colored, like a lot of color tattoos. Yeah, the
1: guy fighting with the woman at the fucking at Hollywood the bar. That is the yes. dude. Yes, y'all, you walks all know away.
2: one. Yeah, she does that walk away, knowing and hoping and waiting for him to say come back or to follow her. And he doesn't. He goes back in. And that's when she knows it's he's, over. He's,
1: he's so the then racist. she spends her
2: time pacing back and forth in front, texting him, I can't believe you throw this away so quickly. And then he's inside, like, whatever. With his dudes. Too drunk.
1: He's fucking just trying to fucking reclaim masculinity.
2: Yeah, he's trying to reclaim masculinity, man. All right. Drunk times two. Okay. And he's like, you know, thank God we're right across the street from a racist stronghold, Lark Street Tattoo. (laughs) So the whole thing was that this expose pointed out that Lark Tattoo employs three of these so-called Proud Boys, which they did.
1: And I bet there (laughs) is no other tattoo parlor in Albany or otherwise that has, like, a a racist (laughs) dude working at it. I bet not at all.
2: Definitely not. And the funny thing was, it's like, now i do not I do not support I do not support racism in any form, nor do I support nationalism. but I do think that it's funny, and the great part about this nation and world is that you can sit back and as long as nobody's holding a knife to my throat, I can laugh. That's the true definition of freedom, and I think this shit is was bananas funny because the one, the best part was the uh, the woman, the one woman who was a proud boy. A boy it was a, a proud boy girl. Oh,
1: Jesus, what and is that fucking? A, what's that psychological profile?
2: This is another another onion layer, peeling back another layer of this onion. She ran a site. She might still ran a site uh, for proud proud boys, girls that support men spouses partners lovers of proud boys who support their men and what they do which is i, I what I'm fucking gathering... be a,
1: like a fucking troll come to life i don't understand like order
2: like... order like an asp club off amazon <laughs> like you'll never you'll never <laughs> try use on and anyone. fucking
1: iron their fucking brass knuckles yeah. into their back pockets so you could fucking yeah. see them even though they don't carry them Exactly. You know, or, cool. or even oh, if they I support you know, yeah,
2: this, yeah, like, like polish the brass knuckles that they wouldn't use if they were in a <laughs> convenience store and it was getting robbed. They wouldn't use it. Like it's Pakistani, anyway. Yeah, it's probably a packy. I don't give a shit. You know, it's like honestly, like like it's very soft, boys. It's weird Ooh, because given it's a like chance.
1: I don't like. We've said racist four or five times here. I don't actually, I don't know anything about, like, their platform. I don't know if it's, like, I don't know what it is. No. It doesn't matter because it's, like, it's just, like, it's unorganized slop. You know right. what I mean? <laughs> it's just, like, the yeah, idea of, like, Guinness. a racist group generally has some sort of organization. Instead, this has, like, a fucking pomade. It's not the same thing. Exactly.
2: And Gavin McInnes is the, in the canon, and I know everybody knows at least a few people who are like this, and somebody, uh, so whoever's listening might have even dated a few people like this. He is very much in the canon of super not hugged enough as a child. (laughs) And in a real way, and to the point where maybe not even, didn't even get his, didn't even get his attention, never got his attention. So now it is his life's work, the centerpiece of his life and a career. He's, uh, he kind of lucked into Vice, sold his rights to Vice, made some money. I was going to say, just...
1: but like, I was, that's what I was wondering before. Is this dude seeing any cash from the fact that Vice has like fucking scammed their way into being legitimate? No,
2: he's like Oof. the guy that sold Apple, like, like sold his share in Apple before it blew
1: up. You know what? I'd be a fucking vocal loon, too, if I did that. I'd be a, I'd be a true soapbox psycho if I was fucking dumb enough yeah. to do that.
2: I mean, I think it was initially even his idea when it first started oh, out. man, and then, that's great. You know, when it first started out in, like, 08, and it was just like, hey, we talk these Brooklyn girls into showing their pussy. Yeah. And then also Johnny Ryan cartoons. <laughs> and then that was pretty much it. And it was, like, 30 pages, and it was hardbound, and you were like, oh, okay. And now it's like, you know, Vice is like a legitimate news organization. They took over where Gawker left off, yeah. and whether they're not a snarky, that's all their whole thing.
1: You and I know somebody who has a fucking extremely fucking prestigious award uh, yes, they got
2: from working DC. at Vice. Well done, man. Our man. Our man is going to film our Bo Gritz
1: documentary. Oh, that's great. Oh, get him on the mm-hmm. horn. I'm sure he's super cheap <laughs> and affordable for us.
2: <laughs> no, uh, I have a, I have another idea. Great. It's New York-centric. It'll only take a day.
1: Not perfect. And,
2: And goddamn, we have to do it. Um, But, okay, so then social media takes over. There are a lot of young, woke people who I consider, some of them I consider friends, but they are very young and woke and reactionary. And they say, oh my god, I can't believe that I got tattooed at that place. I wish I could scrub my arm and get this tattoo off of me because that's how much I hate racism.
1: Well, they did use racist ink. They did use the ink of... Dead black children. That's actually who, uh, kind of fascinating because that's always been an argument I've uh, I've had. <laughs> which is that, like, talking to somebody who's racist or listening to somebody who's racist speak or listening to, uh, like, racist music or, like, watching Romper Stomper, you know, like, shit like that. It doesn't make you racist by osmosis. In the same way that watching Jaws doesn't make you a shark by osmosis, <laughs> like these are right. things that you—they enter the part of your brain that is dictated by logic—and you get to wrestle with them, and you get to go, "Well, that doesn't make any sense," and you get to reject it. Uh, and right. if there's things of content that you that make sense to you, you get to take it and shape it into whatever makes sense. Um, it's it. It's not racist ink. It doesn't matter. Doesn't matter the idea, the ideology of the person who tattooed tattooed you doesn't make a difference at all. Not even a little bit. Doesn't matter. They could be full on white separatists. They could have killed somebody with their car earlier that day. Doesn't impact your tattoo, you schmuck.
2: (laughs) I can't believe. You know, if I knew that that person was such a reckless driver, (laughs) I never would have been (laughs) tattooed there. I mean it's the ink I mean literally the milk is spilled yeah. at that point and I'm not sure why It is Who great cares? that there's
1: no going back though. I do like that like if you're dumb enough to like get wound up over this kind of thing I love that it's oh, something you God can't get off your body. That's pretty great.
2: They fucking they deleted their review section because there were, oh.
1: some whop, there were some whoppers in there. I tell you what, every person listening to this uh this podcast, I'll go on record as saying 80% of you listening to this podcast right now, if you have more than one tattoo, we're tattooed by somebody racist. I'm just yeah, going to go ahead and say definitely. that. I'm just like, I'm, I don't know well, what the probability is, but we'll give it a shot.
2: If you've ever been involved, if you've ever known, I dated somebody a long time ago who was a re- quote unquote receptionist at a tattoo parlor, right? She was, she was there. She was very attractive. She had lots of tattoos and she was a quote unquote receptionist. At a tattoo parlor, which meant that the owner would just fucking talk about fucking her all day. Yep. And... Uh,
1: how'd she pay for those tattoos? About...
2: Yeah, how'd you... <laughs> wow, you've got a lot of tattoos
1: all of a sudden. <laughs> well, It's like you got to know one every week. This is wild. God
2: damn, why do you... You must be making great money... Because you are a receptionist at a tattoo parlor, which I—I I mean, I'm not the fucking CEO of LinkedIn or anything, but I don't—I
1: don't see how you would make a ton of money doing that. Yet, got a question though. It seems like the atmosphere gets weird when I walk in to pick you up from work. It just seems yeah, like a little, I kind like of feel like, like everyone's laughing at me. But I, right, yeah, I don't know. It's strange, right? It's very odd. And I asked one time, I asked Todd then, to to tattoo me, and he said maybe odd. it'd be better if we waited. But I didn't understand. What that meant? Mm, I, just, I, gotta, yeah. I don't know. I got a weird vibe. I don't know. Just a yeah, weird vibe. And,
2: you know, it's then when you uh, pulled back when we were intimate after going to the bar one night. You pulled back to reveal the word bombshell tattooed <laughs> right above your pussy. <laughs> I was like, hold on a minute. Whoa. Who did? Did the
1: Todd do this? Was that racist Todd?
2: God damn it. Man means Todd. So your labia minora majora. And she's like, "Well, no, I wore a, I wore a merkin, I wore, I wore a, uh, something to," and, uh, and I said, "Well, was that before I, or after?" I he just uh,
1: had a cowboy saddle in the fucking shop. I just, <laughs> <laughs> just fucking. This had a Dallas Cowboys saddled up on I, that. <laughs> I
2: had a Dallas Cowboys, Emmett Smith jersey, I bunched up down there. <laughs> He's like, "Oh, you got this Cowboys jersey? Uh, you gotta need it." Because uh, uh, I'm going down there, I'm going to tattoo Bombshell, <laughs> and then whoops, I slipped, and my tongue is now on your clit. Whoa. And you're like, who was I to stop him? He's my boss. It's not Emmett Smith. That's not Emmett Smith. <laughs> then Emmett Smith appeared, and he's like, oh, I man. Know I know
1: when Emmett Smith is going down on me. I know for sure. I Even without opening yeah. my eyes, this is not Emmett Smith.
2: This is not, like, hey, you know, it would be really cool if you could just let Emmett Smith go down on you because he's really uh, he's gonna like seal this huge deal with the
1: shop he's and, inexplicably like, here at this regional tattoo yeah. parlor
2: <laughs> like what is, what is he doing in East Greenbush um, I mean I, that's cool you know East Greenbush suburb of Albany many home to many weird tattoo parlors um, alright I mean I, I barely know who Emma Smith is but that's so what well, yeah, I need you to do is roll up this jersey and put it down there. So when he's about to do it, he finds it. And he's like, oh, man, I knew you were a fan. (laughs) But I'm like, but I need you to keep your eyes closed the whole time. Even when you come. Because you know Emma is going to make you. Actually, I'm going to need you to come, even if you don't. (laughs) Just because I need Emma to feel really good about this. And you're like oh okay how many times
1: has that actual conversation happened like I like Unbelievable. I, when you get there I need you to really come you know I need you to really I need you to really sell it
2: yeah I need you to think back whatever what, wherever whatever gets you to the point where you can be comfortable, secure safe and able to have
1: an actual real
2: orgasm please
1: Not do it. Please do it for the sake of the shop. This is fucking Magic Johnson we're talking about.
2: We're be I mean the the management company that owns this fucking strip mall with a pizza place and a place that sells fucking gardening shit uh, really needs their rent two months behind back rent and this Emmett Smith deal could totally
1: help us out. Um. All right, so hold on. We're we're getting off on the weeds, though. You were in the middle of telling me about this woman who was clearly sleeping with her boss about uh, 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 forgetting for free tattoos, uh, something. And then I I lost the plot.
2: No, I just knew a long time ago I knew a woman who worked as a receptionist at a tattoo place, and she definitely um, not only... Fuck this dude for tattoos. But uh what you what you brought up before I brought up, which is Yeah,
1: that's I mean that's, that's
2: fairly implicit.
1: That's that's an all any
2: <laughs> standard fucking situation <laughs> yeah. right there. It's like God, she's like she's got sleeves and those are ex-
1: i forget
2: it. Um and um but the guy was a virulent racist.
1: Yeah, not so fucking weird.
2: But in a like I'm not a racist, I just watch a lot of news type of racist, like a dad, almost like a dadish racist. And this is sort of like the Proud Boys are like, we're not racist. We just think that Western culture rules and that everywhere, if everywhere was Westernized and white, that the world would be a better place.
1: The world's not that hot of a place. You're working on Albany Tattoo. How good is your life?
2: Yeah. I mean, you're, you're uh, one of the people in question when I, I would see him, um, live in the uh, he lived in like the same apartment building where like child molesters lived.
1: Yeah, like what's so <laughs> let's what's going on fucking Charles Bronson like you like yeah. why don't you handle the child molesting? Handle the fucking handle your neighbors first. Right. Deport well, we, them yeah, back like, to whatever fucking Slavic <laughs> hellhole they came from, right? Hey, and is, then no, uh, the yeah.
2: mentality is I live in a fucking apartment building where there's a man who you know, at some point, did something to either a child or raped a woman. But I am okay with that. But if that fucking guy is working at that corner store again, I'm going to burn that fucking place down because he's taking jobs away from good Americans who are That's dying to work doubt. at a corner store. Dying. So this I've expose seen one came fucking,
1: out. Uh, one white guy working at a corner store was the guy from Clerks. Yeah.
2: Ever. 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 <laughs> 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 And I, the guy at the corner store near me is so stressed out because everybody who comes in asks him for a discount. That's cool. They're like, God, man, these prices are too high. You're going to go out of business. Shit. Like they, go, they come up with a bunch of shit and he's like, okay, you know, eight bucks for, you know, whatever you're going to go weedabix and like toilet paper and like, like, you know, beer and shit like that. He's like, they're like eight bucks.
1: Damn. Yeah, it's four dollars and four dollars. <laughs> you yeah, know that when you that's pick that's it up, com- you look at the price, right? Commerce.
2: Yeah, like if you know, like when like when you go to a store, you gotta maybe you know you gotta pay for it, and you gotta you gotta pay the piper, you know. <sighs> um. So it would became, but it became a big deal <clears throat> to people. It was a lot of people's first opportunity to be very woke.
1: Yeah, that's virtue and into, that's cool.
2: And, while I stand against racism and I stand against vir- virulent racism and nationalism and everything else, and I just think that it's funny and stupid, I also stand against people who virtue signal in order to get laid, because <laughs> <laughs> I think that's also stupid. <laughs> like, yeah, and like you know, not for nothing. But if I, if any of my female allies would like to rise up with me, in my oh, I living have no room tattoos. tonight. Yeah, I live in my living room tonight with the lights turned down low. Maybe some restaurant lighting happening. Oh, I'm I, I always
1: fucking light tea lights when I fucking uh, <laughs> when I rise against the system.
2: <laughs> I always have uh, tea, tea tree oil in my diffuser when I'm about to <laughs> fucking strike down. Not only proud boys, but the patriarchy in general. Um, I've got uh, if you see, I have a blanket spread out on the floor with a, a few different, maybe some olives and some cheese, a bottle of wine, and um, I've got a. Uh, you know, thank God Netflix exists because there's a whole host of movies we could watch.
1: No, but, I, I, I mean, don't have my first... own Netflix account. I'm I'm using my neighbor's Wi-Fi, uh, so it gets yeah. a little choppy sometimes. Yeah, and this ignore... is Carlo Rossi wine, but it's still pretty yeah, ignore... good. I left it open so it would breathe.
2: <laughs> ignore my neighbor's Wi-Fi name. Um, <laughs> he's not. He's not like me. It's it's big big dick Terry sixty nine. <laughs> It's like I, I come on belly twelve, and it's like, you know, and and, and, if, and there there's just a little bit. There's such a beauty in in that. In that he, although he's a member of the patriarchy, and God, if I saw him on the street, it would be all I could do not to not to strike him down. Pulling out is a very woke thing to do. After asking, is this okay?
1: <laughs> if 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 you check that box on your consent app, then uh, then you're yes. good. You're like
2: okay, consent. It's like a consent game. It's like step four. Yep. You're about to
1: nut. These are legit things. Consent apps. It's, uh, it's fascinating.
2: Yeah, is it really? Yeah. Does it talk about? Does it talk about pulling out and and and? Uh,
1: I don't know how sp- many drop-down sp- boxes you get in these things. It's uh, it's a little opaque to me. But but you've yeah. got
2: you've got your phone out and you're looking at the consent app while you're trying to hit it. That's a two-hand job.
1: That's the trick. Is you have to like that means that you have to. Say, listen, I'd like to fucking go bone down with you, but I need you to log on here and enter your email address and do your fucking touch ID and then consent to this. And then we'll In pretend that didn't happen and we'll we'll go back to, we'll try and rekindle the romance, so to speak.
2: In a way, I mean, that's that seems... A good idea, but also an extremely sleazy way for people to shirk responsibility or legal responsibility. Yeah, you it's can interesting. Present like, that in court and be like, you literally put your thumbprint on, like, you, like you're signing a fucking a house contract. You put your thumbprint on sex. It's a you're weird
1: like, scene. I can see it in situations like. If you're with somebody who's into like some extreme fucking like rape fantasy or some shit like that, oh yeah, if I could pull yeah. that consent no, yeah. out about, sure, that seems, uh, it seems illogical yes. for all parties. But, I just, uh, yeah. I just
2: have that videotape running. Okay, like, you know. <laughs> And be like, I'm gonna, I'm in the video. Oh, you're in the rape, rape fantasy. I'm into videotaping the whole fucking thing. So when the <laughs> it's really come, strange,
1: right? Oh, <laughs> uh, You're into rape so in fantasies. I'm, I'm into fucking legalese. So into, I've got I'm this into, uh, this myriad of contracts to sign. I've got a lawyer yeah. on speaker.
2: I'm into not wearing the the, the red wristband in jail, which makes oh, <laughs> I'm not into fucking special population. Okay. <laughs> Um, what, Str-
1: so, I'm a strictly Gen Pop kind of guy. Yeah,
2: I'm a Gen Pop guy. I'm not going to fulfill your fucking Bridge Nine board fantasy of getting raped with a knife to your throat and then Jesus suddenly Christ. you're like, no, no fucking way. Let's so do. <laughs> I like old, old fashioned. Look, I'm like, hey, look, I'm an old fashioned guy. Call me All simple
1: right? in that way. I'm a, I'm a hillbilly. I'm, uh, yeah, I'm a, I'm a hillbilly. Yeah, I, just like to, I, I like I don't like to, to, to wave to, the gun
2: around. I will even take my T-shirt off. Just, it's just, you know. Well, I know where it goes. You know where it goes. And if we're cool, we're both consenting, cool, and you enjoy it to a point. Um, you know, or we could, you know, do something sexy, shower together, whatever. But no, no, no. Rape, rape. I don't know. I know. Call me and it's vanilla. And I know and vanilla's not a bad thing. But A, that kind of like mean shit, it's exhausting.
1: Yeah. No, I'm not with that shit at all.
2: Oh, I just want to fucking, you're
1: a fucking horror.
2: Like I wouldn't I, mean, like I wouldn't like really call you that, but why is it your <laughs> like why is it all of a sudden my fantasy to be like, "You fucking sleazy whore? Yeah, no. I can't believe that you'd think that you could get me. And then you got me, and now we're here. <laughs> and now we are here. And now we're here. I broke down your foundations, and I made you do the unthinkable sleep with your sleep with your, uh, what's, what's our script again? Oh, sleep with your
1: boss, big Dick Terry,
2: big Dick Terry 69. Uh, uh, also no, also from the famous come on belly 12. Um, that's actually, it's, it's like the weathermen, the come on belly 12. It's like a, it's like a freedom organization. That's the next. And so, well, there's, there's, <laughs> there's the proud boys. And then there's the come on belly 12.
1: Yeah. It's, uh, like so oh it's, God, it's these
2: guys you know these guys look like, to, like to, yeah these guys you know they like to let the sperm fly and they wear Fred Perry's and uh, you know I'm just as a nation we're tired of it.
1: Um all right so all right so, <laughs> so that's basically what
2: it is and then there was a big imbroglio, and uh, and then they revised and kept revising because their first statement was obviously written by the. Um, the proud girl who was the part-time receptionist there. very good and she's like well you know you have to fucking deal with it what is this the mccarthy administration and like people first of all i'm not sure a lot of people remember or know i'm not sure a lot of people pay attention in history class i know what the mccarthy administration I was was like. gonna, that, so I was that seems like a
1: reference that people recognize <laughs> as bad but don't particularly care to dig deeper on so i don't know maybe not your best choice
2: yeah, why? This feels like the Bay of Pigs invasion. Like, really 50s and early 60s-centric, like, <laughs> historical references. It's like, oh, man, I feel like Elia Kazan right now. What? I have to fucking Google Hold it. Hold on me.
1: one second. Yeah, let me pull out my oh, fucking man. phone here. Jesus.
2: Yeah, God, I feel like Charlie Chaplin after I was ousted. Why? Oh, God damn. This person's using all the kinds of... Why can't <laughs> you just say you feel bad? This is like the weird? Battle
1: of Verdun. Fucking Jesus. God How do you spell Verdun? Like, Fuck. This
2: is like the Battle of Midway when the when the carrier got bombed out, <laughs> and we almost didn't make it. Oh God, this is like the when the bo- when the leathernecks hit Okinawa. Oh wow!
1: So is this place open or are they close? They're open. They're open, open. for business right. with
2: Christmas lights in front. And but there were, I, I had imagined that there would be a picket line of people without tattoos, but who cared hard. So they'd be like the signs would be like. If I were to get a tattoo, and believe me, you know, at some point I will, I wouldn't go here because there are—they are uh, they are not, they're in violation of woke woke rights, and goddamn, if I'm going to let my skin be violated by racist ink.
1: Should I get a shitty tattoo there in two weeks just to why don't we show just, support for logic? Both, we should <laughs> both get
2: our overnight drive tattoos oh, there. Oh, fuck. Yeah, in our armpit. Ugh, Jesus. And, but we talk about we have somebody film in, We talk about proud boys the whole time. I'm like pretty proud, know. you
1: know, like I feel you proud.
2: Know, I'm gonna, you know, I'm just gonna say not for nothing. But when I leave this tattoo parlor, they still call it a parlor. Yeah, this tattoo shop. Okay, when I leave this tattoo shop, I'm gonna be fucking proud. If you know what I mean.
1: Why don't you they call them parlors mean? anymore? I'd much rather go to a parlor than a shop. Right.
2: I would rather go to a parlor, but I would have to be a... I mean, I like a tattoo shop. I've hung out with many a people getting a tattoo, and it's a very boring time. I think but
1: any time in of my like life a, I'm not in a parlor, I'd prefer to be in one, though. Right. Like a stuffed like a, like a, a stuffed game bird.
2: Like a tattoo saloon. A saloon That's sounds with, pretty
1: good. Yeah, if I had to go to a bar or a saloon, trust I wouldn't go to the saloon.
2: Well, there's a saloon across the street called Club Hollywood, and it's got your name. It's got a ice-cold Corona with a lime in it just oh, for you.
1: That, I, I, you know, all <laughs> the memories I have of going to Hollywood, this was on my walk home. <laughs> it wasn't a desirable place to go. It was just a place where if you would go out to places that you might want to go, you would wind up there on the way, or you'd be making plans like, oh, where's fucking Phil? Phil's at Hollywood. Ah, damn it! And we'd have to all go to Hollywood to see fucking Phil! You know, that shit. Of all the memories I have of that place, two stand out. One is my roommate dropping acid and screaming, don't fucking look at me across the entire bar, causing the entire place to record scratch, which is not a fucking easy place to record scratch. Like, it's a loud-ass bar. (laughs) Um, And... You and I and Gab sitting there watching the fucking Special Olympics, <laughs> Olympics. in like opening <laughs> ceremonies How? in full oh, confusion.
2: Full confusion. And then a woman that I was with came up to me, and I was like, Ooh,
1: "Oh, that's right, yeah." Nice. So yeah, those are my two Hollywood memories. Yeah, that was something else.
2: My Hollywood memories. Uh, one time I went there, and I. <laughs> In my, This was around the same time of the falling in the street with chicken wings. Oof.
1: Chicken fingers. So it was, I... <laughs> you should go back and revisit that. I don't even remember which episode that was.
2: Ah, uh, that was... We should. You know what we should do? I had an idea, actually. We should do the Overnight Drive Bests, where, because we have such an odd schedule now, that I will, every week I will put together like a, a half an hour clip show, where we just do the bests.
1: Wow. Interesting. That's... Yeah. That sounds like a great way to uh signal to people we're not doing this shit anymore. <laughs> like here's another clip show.
2: <laughs> it's like when cheers, does the clip show. Yeah. That's the nami. I can't believe it. No, I mean we are just uh at pivotal moments in our lives that that, that prevents us from doing uh, the podcast all the time. And we got a, we a bunch coming up though. We're
1: uh, we're we're in good shape cuz we got Yeah. I'm away this week, but then the next week I'm good and then the week after we can, we can do a whole got that bunch. In person.
2: We're gonna do the the uh, annual summer in person episodes, which is which always proved to be very good. Nick oh, Workle yeah. will be back; he's already signed on.
1: Perfect. Nick Workle uh, loaned us or rented us a bunch of gear for the show last night, so thank you, Nick Workle.
2: Really? I should have went. It would have been fun. Would have been fun. Honestly, should have
1: went. Show? It was a great fucking show. It was a yeah. show you don't get them often. That's just really rewarding for weirdos. It's really good. <laughs> I really enjoy that shit. So why would have I loved the show? Uh, that's exactly why it's just it's just great for fucking weirdos it's it's really good i played fucking (laughs) terribly and uh i i went through a a bit of a mental breakdown halfway through the set and i opted (laughs) at the point where my pedal board died on me i unplugged my guitar and i heard a voice that was distinctly mine but distinctly other than in my head it was though i was another person leaning over my shoulder and i just said to myself (laughs) i'm selling all this shit Wow! And I said, yep. And I stood up and I plugged in my amp and that that was that. Um, so I could certainly have played better. I mean, I, I feel like I let people down. Um, but other than that, I think the show was a lot of fun. I Oxbow, a band that's always been in my orbit, haven't never really paid that much attention to, you know, kind of like you throw on in the background or some shit. Really, right. really satisfying to watch. Good. I should have went. Should have went. What could have been?
2: Yeah.
1: Short show, though. Very short
2: good those are the best kind yeah Shit. it's nice could have got some good pizza
1: after you know what it's, i did yes. that i've never done before last night you ever use the earplugs that are mil- made of silicone yes I, love, I like those things a lot they're great really
2: you can hear everything through your bones I'm, I'm you all right with but that. you're not you're but you're not killing your ears yeah. but you're, you can have actual like the the or the fucking ear orbital the ear bone bones the bones in your skull Produce the sound. Yeah. Instead, and your ear is just stuffed up. It's great.
1: It is really good shit. I got some left. I'm going to try when I uh, when I go up there. I'm going to try them in the pool and see if they uh, they work as advertised. Um, <laughs> I'm going to do sit-ups from now <clears throat> till then. And then
2: I will be able to swim. Perfect. You. you and I will swim together. Um,
1: um, but, yeah, so anyone who wants to uh, buy my Music Man amp and fucking get at me.
2: Wow. Maybe me. No. Well, you can do that shit whenever you like. What about the guitar?
1: Guitar staying. Guitar I get buried with. But the guitar yeah, and the boy. pedal still stay with me. But uh, <laughs> the the fucking the, I I gave Alan Hawk all the pedals because earlier at practice he was Al like oh, I think I'd like to maybe pick up one of those and try it. And I got so frustrated I took out the two pedals that I wanted to retain, handed him the bag like here you go man fucking Merry Christmas. And I handed less... him like fucking six hundred dollars worth of pedals <laughs> like go for no, it.
2: Less pedals. No less pedals. And yeah, more pedals, less pedals. Man. Way less pedals. All you young bucks out there using fifteen pedals. This isn't guitar center man. All right. Pick one. Pick two. Pick a tuner and then a pedal and then something else that's going to psychosomatically make you think your sound is, is sound is better.
1: Yep. yep that's Or it. you could just get, you know, just fucking
2: <clears throat> just be loud and and good. That's and the then plan. get mic'd properly. So i
1: just going I'm going to find then, I'm going to look for an amp that's obnoxious. That's my new goal. <laughs> Uh, There's (laughs) some, you know, uh, they're out there. Like an orange orange amp. Well, that was actually one of the things that killed me, because at the practice space, we we got in, and uh, I needed two amps. I have two fucking instruments, so there was an orange amp just sitting there. I plugged in, and whatever, and played, and everything was fine. And it didn't occur to me until 30 seconds before we started playing when I was like punching the side of my amp trying to make it like <laughs> i can turn on and work and like trying to like tease out sound from like cables that are crackling and whatnot how much fucking easier life was in that practice space even though i don't like the orange amp that much it just made life so much fucking easier so uh so yeah i'm gonna get something like an orange in that it's it's like simple and you don't have to think about it but more obnoxious i just haven't figured out which one it's gonna be yet I gotta, um i gotta I gotta audition f- i gotta like i've gotta go to uh guitar stores in Manhattan where they follow you around you know those yep. those kind of spots not Sam mm-hmm. ash like the fucking like the legit ones there's the one i gotta figure out yeah there's one that you legitimately have to go into a building go up to the roof walk across the roof to the next building and then walk down and it's mm-hmm. like it's the real so shit you know it's like it, this is it, if they were selling guns this is where they would fucking like arm the PLO so uh yeah that's so uh, on yeah. purpose
2: What's that? I fucking hate that it's so on purpose of course
1: I, I would do the exact same thing if I opened a bar the shit you would have to go through to get there would be fantastic <laughs> my favorite bar mouth. in Brooklyn right now is uh it's uh, you have to make reservations oh go in hmm. which is great Ooh. um and then you go in and it's just it's like a bodega that's not selling anything and there's some fucking angry looking woman there who asks for your reservation and you tell her and then she opens the door to a back room that's just it's just a wooden bar that's built to sound really good like at the wall the walls are all wood and there's no uh no parallel lines, like everything's like a little bit off from each other. So it sounds like a. It, the, the, as far as rooms go, it sounds immaculate, and they just have like three Macintosh amps, and you just play music. It's so nice. Pretty. It's beautiful. Mac- I love it. Mac- Macintosh a- amps, very expensive. Yeah. So that's basically what I'm. Just, I'm basically looking for the the Macintosh version of uh, of a guitar amp, something you can put up that people just go, oh, look at this fucking schmuck. Great. Great. Right, let's go get pizza. <laughs>
2: Yeah, anyway, let's get pizza The real reason we came all the way to fucking Manhattan Apparently there's like a good pizza spot So let's go And then it isn't a good pizza spot It's just an expensive pizza spot Correct And people haven't found, fin- figured out the difference It's a grease spot With vegan toppings mm-hmm. Give me a break Give me a break Anyway,
1: I'm sorry <laughs> man it's
2: My heart, this is my New York Welcome to New York man. Welcome. Speaking of welcome to New York Guess who we've got on the line? Who's that? The greatest Chippendale of all time, oh, Michael
1: Rapp. Yes, you've got to tell me about this. So what's Michael, going on?
2: Have, we've watched Tall, Dark, and Handsome.
1: Which one uh, was Michael Rapp, though? What was his Michael musical Rapp, number?
2: More than a photograph. Oh,
1: hell yeah. All right. More than
2: a photograph. He lives in Harlem. So with the money that we've accumulated from T-shirts and... From. Patreon. Got to figure out where that going. all
1: went. <laughs> Think, PayPal. We, I know it's being paid by PayPal. I don't know where what account it's being paid to. We got to figure that out.
2: <laughs> it's in some PayPal, but that's enough. We pick him up. Somebody films us interviewing him in a stretch limousine.
1: Wow, this that takes us to the battery. Pretty bold.
2: Takes us to the battery and then to Central Park, where we say, "Mike, thanks." One more thing, we love. If we could just play throw and catch football with you What the fuck you, Do you have a fever right now What are you talking about <laughs> I think it would be a great <laughs> idea for an interview <laughs> You know Sure and then we, would just, we would just interview minor uh, Cultural icons like Sinbad People like that would Be like before we drop you off It's sort of apropos that we play a little football Run a couple routes weather Regardless of weather
1: this is bizarre. That's bizarre. Okay, I'm with it. <laughs> I'm I with mean it.
2: The, for, the the limo is great. I think the stretch limo would be awesome. We could really get him to stretch out, or we could just go to his house. That'd be weird and fun. But he's in.
1: That's We'd great. To figure out a time. That's really
2: cool. And, and uh, he's very responsive on Facebook. He's a man who is in the. Uh, he I, I I kind of butted him up by saying. Well, it's just true, but I said you are the greatest at what you did. (laughs) The greatest Chippendale of all time. Chippendales is a a shell of its former self under new ownership, but at the time he was the best to do it in the most popular time for that organization. And so he's like the Joe Montana of Chippendales, but without, and probably without any of the money so it's interesting that is interesting I love it and I don't know what we're gonna ask him and he's on he does a every morning he does a Facebook live uh, thing on the way to the gym great where he's like what's up guys this is Michael Rapp just wanna talk today about mindfulness
1: why don't we instead do a video of Michael Rapp personal training you for an hour Perfect. How good would that be? (laughs) You know what? Even better. And this is why our
2: partnership lasts and lasts because you, I have an idea and then you always have that. Okay, well, that's a weird idea. Anyways, here's the good idea. That's (laughs) basically our dynamic. (laughs) That's our dynamic. If we ever, if we at any point in our lives, we go into business, I'm going to have the bad idea and you're going to build off the bad idea and be like, actually, we should do this.
1: That in (laughs) many ways is my actual business right now. In fact, the, I've got so much fucking work I've got to do before I leave tomorrow, and all of yep. that work could be boiled down to, okay, so here's the real idea. That's <laughs> yeah. basically I'm taking two things that are uh, really super important to our business, like the kind of things I should have no ability to influence because I'm very dumb, um, and I'm changing them <laughs> like <laughs> i am just like okay we're doing it this way now and uh, d- 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 by the sounds of it this d- d- like large multi-billion dollar company is gonna be like cool let's do that let's which do doesn't it. seem good you know like it, that seems seems great it upsets me a great deal uh so yeah we'll see what happens i uh, hopefully i don't single-handedly fucking tank the chalk factory
2: I think you'll be fine. And also, I think that you're going to be uh, famous uh, after this whole thing. I doubt that highly.
1: (laughs) I'm just trying to give you some positive reinforcement, man. Appreciate that. I might be famous no for getting my Proud Boys tattoo from Albany Tattoo but, God uh, damn
2: I can't No don't get it twisted it's not Albany Tattoo It's Lark Street Tattoo
1: Oh where's Albany, Albany
2: Tattoo Albany Tattoo's downtown Totally different ball game Is that still
1: there? Wait, no. They, I thought they closed that, or is that Now still they around?
2: changed their name to Modern Body Art Oh gotcha Interesting In A cruel twist of irony and fate Modern Body Art um, Interesting Andrew I know you are pressed for time um, I had a bunch of fun st- stolen Valor videos lined oh, up, and also some mall like reviews. That however, <laughs>
1: oh. well, <laughs> well, to save those, actually, we should I've be got... watching the fucking videos in person because those sound yeah, uh, shit, fantastic. Actually.
2: Well, I've got um, I've got mall reviews, and I've got Misconnections. What
1: do you want to do? Uh, let's do let's do mall reviews. It's been a little while.
2: All right. Yeah, uh, this is actually funny. I chose the Oxford Valley Mall in Bucks County, Pennsylvania. Excellent, really because good because of a trad. Well, yeah, it's great. It's right near Doylestown, and it is the low right near the location of a uh, mass murder okay. committed in.
1: Over- did you play Doylestown with us? I did many times. Do you remember going on stage and saying, "Okay, Doylestown, where's the dark underbelly? Where's the seedy yes. shit?" Yo, it just this bubbled like up. A movie set. We found it. just it. bubbled up.
2: <laughs> I did. No, it just bubbled up. I remember because it looked like we were complaining. That's how fucking cynical we were. We were complaining that it was too palatial. Yeah, there was, nice. wasn't enough
1: street crime.
2: Yeah, I had to go. I had soiled my last pair of underwear. and I had to go to a gap and I bought a bunch of cheap underwear. And I was like, man, this place sucks. Anyway. Um, so I picked Oxford Valley Mall because it is very close to it's the location of a quadruple murder committed over the course of eight days by this guy who kept conning young, like early 20-year-olds and late teenagers into weed deals. Where he'd be like, yeah, come to my family's farm and buy this pound of weed for 800 bucks. What a deal. And they'd come, and then he'd shoot them. It's like it's not bury a lot of them money. Tw- <laughs> He'd bury them twelve feet underground with a backloader, you know. And uh, the the what got him was the k- fucking peep. The kids would drive their cars like they're shitty. The what got him was a five hundred dollar nineteen ninety six Nissan Maxima that he couldn't sell because he sold the other cars like no problem. Like okay, dude, cash deal. Here you go. Sold the cars. He couldn't sell this one shitbox car that this one weed dealer had. And the cops found the car and then found him and almost foiled him. But um, that was about 15 minutes away from Oxford Valley Mall. And that is in uh, the beautiful town of Langhorne, Pennsylvania. And I've got some great... I'm going to start out with a great one-star review from Kathleen Ulrich, who said, I am absolutely disgusted. I have been taking my children for five years now to see Santa here after tonight oh, I will never hot ever... button find... issue
1: of fucking mall Santa clauses. I fucking love
2: Santas, right? Mall Santas are awesome. I have been taking my family for five years now. So other before that, she went to another place, right? <laughs> so she said, I have been taking my children for five years now to see Santa here. After tonight, I will never bring them there again, and I'll tell you why. Thank you, Kathleen. When I brought my children over to him, he didn't even look at my children, nor say hello to them. He looked at me instead. He proceeded to discuss an inappropriate conversation with a co-worker. While my children sat briefly on his lap, I understand it's busy, but your job, but it's your job. If you don't like your job, then quit. Guarantee he doesn't like that job.
1: Why would he like that job?
2: (laughs) This is the best part. Sir... This is an appeal to Santa. Sir, children look forward to seeing Santa, and unfortunately, it was awful for them. The staff was rude, too, and seemed bored all on their phones. Weird. (laughs) Also, the final straw was the whole showing of his naughty and nice tattoos. Now we have to explain to our little kids why Santa is covered in tattoos. Never again. Merry Christmas. Wow.
1: That's then great. Someone says, why?
2: But then someone says, why can't Santa have tattoos? Yeah, what's wrong would with you that? Also, would you also have a problem if Santa was black, brown, yellow? Seems a little judgmental to me. Yeah, what if Instead Santa was a proud mind-minded? boy?
1: Would you not be fucking sending your kids to see proud Santa? <laughs> yeah.
2: I would. Fred Perry, Santa. Fred Santa, Perry, with a, a, Santa. Santa with a fucking. Santa with a white power haircut and, a, and a, like a big brown beard with beard butter in it. Being like, uh, oh, just make sure only white kids here. Everybody gets white...
1: American Crew gel in their stockings.
2: <laughs> I'm going to give you a big thing of uh, American Crew gel. Beard gel. Makes you look like, uh, you know, I just want you to smell good while you're sharing. The gospel of white white supremacy. And also, you know, if you could well go on Vice.com, that'd be great. Um, <laughs> Kathleen immediately gives Sarah a tongue-lashing and says, You are overreacting. It's Santa. Santa is supposed to be kind and white. Whoa! Maybe he should learn how to do his job a bit more professional, have less tattoos and be nice to the children. That is his job. That is
1: all. Wait, did she just say he should learn to be white? Yes.
2: No, he said... Like, uh, by Santa reductive reasoning, be... she
1: basically just said he has to learn to be white.
2: No, he said Santa is supposed to be kind and white.
1: I... I... Yeah.
2: Maybe he should learn to be a bit more professional at his job and be nice to the children. That is his job. And Sarah gives up and says, you're right.
1: <laughs> Whoa. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so, I mean, she's like, you know what? You got a point. Way to throw in the um, towel, not, Sarah. Naz isn't the hell I want to die on. It's fine. I'm going to white Santa. It's totally fine. Uh, what a dump. Can't sit on the chairs in the lower level without punks tossing candy at people trying to relax after a hard day. Fuck this place. You'll Oof. be closed soon enough, I hope. Now, who are these people going to the mall to relax and unwind? <laughs> yeah. Ugh. I kind of love it. Um, I really love it. Um, you know fuck it I, uh, these mall reviews are, are, are only there's only a couple of them I'm going to read uh, I'm going to switch over to uh, Miss Connections because I found a couple of really sad and funny ones that um. <laughs> <God>. <laughs> okay so there are a lot of people who for whatever reason I think that maybe the holiday of July 4th brought out a lot of long winded ones so this one's called but I don't want to lose you Ooh, ooh. The things that we have done are not even close to the things that I have planned for us. Uh, Send daddy a reply whoa. with my favorite naughties. If I'm making mistakes that are pushing you away, please tell me, because I have so much more planned for us. I want to dig into you and pull every last bit of passion out of you.
1: Oh, you're going in the pig smoker.
2: Put your hand in mine, little girl. Let's do this. You're going in the pig smoker. You read about that fucking crime. (laughs) Here's one, uh, obviously uh, written two days ago at uh, 1.13 a.m. Hey, uh, Lila, you still out there?
1: (laughs) (laughs) What, did your phone just lose connection? What are you doing? Lila,
2: you still there? Oh, Jesus. We had some good times, you and I, and I know you know it. You were working at Dunkin' Donuts. You were 19, just turning 20. It's been about four years now. You might remember me. I brought over soda and chips to you one evening.
1: What in the fuck is happening here?
2: (laughs) I really enjoyed your company. Missing you, winky smile. Let's meet up again soon. Lila, if Lila, you're out there. The most romantic man in the world who brought over soda and chips is ready for
1: you. (laughs) This fucking toucher who brought fucking gas station food to you is uh, looking for you.
2: Yeah, also, oh, you men out there, step up your game. If you're going over to a girl's house for the first time, you better bring some fucking, some wavy lays. <laughs> a t- some <laughs> funyuns. Diam- two liter of diamond Mountain Dew. You're not going to get fucking base one. You're not even going to see a tip. Well, I wanted to fuck him, but he didn't bring his soda and chips. Yeah, no, it's just not going to work for me. I mean, duh. Like, hello, that's what you do. <laughs> um, all right, there's one called Dark Side of the Moon. Which is my favorite one It's a little bit long And I'm going to condense it for uh, uh, For content But this is a sad one Everybody buckle up Maybe grab some I was going to say tear gas Which I guess would work (laughs) That's a weird thing to grab But alright Grab your sarin Grab grab the tiny amount of sarin gas You keep for for the apocalypse And just inhale deeply I suppose you could consider me One of the many men Who would like to think That this post was for them Wait what? That, that, okay. That by some miracle, a drop of forgiveness is to be found. While I would like to think that those words were for me, if I uh, wouldn't find it to be very believable, this person's illiterate. <laughs> no, my girl still carries a hatred for me, I fear. Was it a mistake? I don't really know. I remember feeling like everything was right, and now looking back, I feel as if I were just drunk the whole time. What the fuck? Remembering things in flashes and moments, standing outside myself, looking in—you might say. I know it's been ten years. Jesus. I know it's been ten years. (laughs) There have been so many times I've wished that the friendship had been salvageable in some way. I think we both know that there's not much possible, as as much as we wish it. I do know that you miss me sometimes. You you miss a good laugh you miss a good laugh for no reason and let's face it the sex was amazing <laughs> i will forever believe that you think of me as a shit though i haven't heard otherwise so that will be how i believe you think of me for the rest of my days that is a little crushing but as my it is my own doing some days I wish I would bump into you and then I'd be able to tell you everything that's been on my mind for the past 10 years. That's okay. I feel like we lived a movie that ended poorly. Wow, that would I would be sprinting away from this. Seriously. <laughs> like, <laughs> you bump into him. And like Renewing fucking, your passport right now. Yeah, at the post office. You're like, thank God it's you, Lila. I have something to tell you that I've been holding in for 10 years. She's like, oh my God, I'm married. All right. I married rich. Um, he brings it all together and says, look, I don't hate you. I never did, now that I think about it. Although I I did, <laughs> although, if although, let's face it, I was very angry at you. Jesus. I wish you all the best of life to has to offer, and maybe someday we'll both see the bright side and purpose of our faithful encounter. No. I think that's no. kind of beautiful and you know, like kind of eloquent.
1: No. <laughs> no, you don't
2: get that. <laughs> Are you sure? Um... Here's another fucking really pathetic dude, and it's a long one. Um, Look. Okay, this one's called Yankees Fans Only.
1: Oh, perfect. All right, (laughs) hang on. Let me pull my chair up. Here we go.
2: Here we go. Yankees Fans Only. This is obviously written by a uh, a now newly single Derek Jeter. (laughs) (laughs) I've sent you so many messages over the last month. I've sent you so many messages over the last month. I've just upgraded and finally realized that you haven't read a single word. Oh my god. He just upgraded and realized. So he upgraded his messenger, his Facebook messenger, and then he realized that she hasn't actually read any of the messages. That's very sad. <laughs> god. I wish I knew why. It seems so odd and out of character that the woman I knew years ago of, uh, it seems I so out of character with a woman on New Year's Ago. I sent this on a Craigslist, hoping it catch, catches your attention.
1: So, wait. Hold on. Wait. Whoa. Time out. Okay. So, direct messaging didn't work, so your next step was Craigslist.
2: Yeah, any port in a storm, man. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's like, oh, you know, direct action didn't work. Oh, wow. Uh, I And so, I'm going to tell you, do a little end around here. I'm going to do a little I'm gonna try a different angle.
1: Yeah, I'm I'm rather than the the most directed, I'm going to do the most random possible outside of skywriting. <laughs> this this
2: is long, and this dude is very sad. Uh, <laughs> God. Uh, if you, uh, I'm gonna, I'm really, because he writes a bunch of shit about miracles. Imagine the oh, love fuck. story that we could be, and it's priceless. If I could choose to have the heart of any woman in the world, it would be yours. I'd pick you over any celebrity or supermodel every time. So that implies that you have more than one opportunity to fuck a celebrity or a supermodel. Yeah, I
1: would love to test that <laughs> like, one.
2: Oh my, oh my God, Charlize Theron's at my housing complex in <laughs> Clifton Park. And she's <laughs> at my front door. And she's like, well, uh, Todd, I...
1: Racist I mean, Todd, can I call you Racist Todd? Okay.
2: Yeah, Racist Todd. Look, you know and I know that I don't even know why I'm here. I just need to I just need to be with a real
1: like a real person. I was on the set, set of Atomic Blonde and everyone told me not to come, but I had to come and see you, they Racist Todd. You warned
2: me about Racist Todd and I was like I love him.
1: I uh, love his soul. Uh,
2: and I came. I drove myself. If that tells you anything, I'm very rich. And I drove myself, I rented a car and drove here. And I want all of Victory Village to know. <laughs> that's where he lives, Victory Village. I want all of Victory Village to know that Charlie Theron came and tried to fuck racist Todd and now you're telling
1: me and that at that point else? the phone rings and her name's on the caller ID. What do you do, it's racist a, Todd? It says Yankee fan. It's a Yankee fan number one. A <laughs> like, fucking like at symbol. <laughs> at symbol. Oh,
2: hold on. I gotta take this. She's like, "Are you serious?" Oh, hey, hey, Yank, Yankee. Uh, oh, I got. Not gonna believe Is that my front door if I told you, you wouldn't believe it. But Charlie's there on my the front door. No, no, no. I know I'm. I'm. She's. I know she's African American, but she's white. Don't worry about it. Um. Yeah, yeah. She's from South Africa. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. No, I, I'm still a. Pr- I'm still proud. Don't worry. Um. Yeah. She's. Yeah. Charlie's you're from South Africa, right? Yeah. You're from Peshawar. Okay. Okay. Good. I'm just making sure. Oh, I'm just making sure because I. You know me to be a pretty bad racist, so I can't fuck any Africans. (laughs) Pardon my French. Pardon my Afrikaans. (laughs) Um, Yankee, can I call you back? I mean, I just want this to be special, and I have an audience right now. Yeah, let me call you back in a second. I'm sorry. Oh, you saw the Craigslist ad. Oh, awesome. Oh, my God, it worked. Oh, great. Okay, let me call you back. Charlie's, I'm sorry. I'm going to have to let you go. Uh, I know you drove down here on your own dime. If you need, maybe I'll give you like ten bucks. Um, and she's like, you know, can't believe it. She's like, you know, ever since I flew here to Albany International Airport. Which is not a great airport, by the way. No, no, they have a coffee beanery instead of a Starbucks. It's like I went to a time warp. Um, I said, you know, against all odds, the only person in the world I want to touch me is racist Todd. And now you're turning me down for... Honestly, I just want to talk. I hate that I have all these doubts in my mind and heart about what ifs. Deep down inside, I wonder if you carry those same feelings I have, Racist Todd. <laughs> 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 why don't we just... You know what? For now on, all the misconnections, why don't we just you, like, have it addressed to Racist Todd? <laughs> I
1: love that Racist Todd has become He's starting to get his own uh, fucking uh, storyline. Every time, if you ever go to a self-defense show... And you don't have money to get in There's always one guest list spot That we reserve for Racist Todd But the trick <laughs> is that you have to Walk up to the bouncer and say I'm on the list What's your name? Racist Todd
2: I will definitely do that
1: So that's the trick that's it. We've, Except for I don't know if we did it last night Because we had a really limited guest list But every show has Racist Todd on the guest list So have at it people <laughs> So,
2: uh, so if I read this one In when, in, view, in the purview of Racist Todd It would sound something like this Racist Todd The glory hole is up 5'8", <laughs> <The> fi- <laughs> uh, 138 pounds uh, Toned and uh, very good looking 48 years old with a glory hole Doesn't matter, Racist it's a glory hole
1: Who cares what you look like, it's a yeah. glory hole
2: Hey, Racist Todd, I just need you to send stats, age, and cock info Straight is great by the way, Racist Todd, pompers are a
1: big plus if you have them. Wow. Pretty sweet, right? Sweet deal. Um, I think <laughs> it's telling of how, uh, <laughs> like, where we are in the podcast storytelling thing Whereas you were telling the story of uh, Shirley's Theron and Racist Todd, I checked into my flight for tomorrow, <laughs> like, huh. follow, on huh. check in, looking at my seat, like, oh, cool, I got an even more space seat, that's sick, looks like I'm not sitting next to the, uh, the intense man, which is cool, so, uh, that's great, and okay. I'm not sitting next to Racist Todd, um, and, uh, yeah, so that's, that's where we are, just, yeah, just doing business over here.
2: That's great. I'm glad you can
1: multitask like that. Um, I am gonna have um, to pull the plug, though, so I can get back right. to doing real life work, um, me what do you too. get to plug this week
2: uh, well I have a little bear match tape coming out uh, pretty soon um, keep on the keep the uh, four new songs that nobody's ever heard before they came out okay I, I, I didn't try it super hard but they came out okay and um, way to sell it you're still plugging away Let's start my new job tomorrow Clink clink it's gonna be good
1: sick where's the job
2: uh, the job is in downtown Albany. And it's for a lobbying firm. That's so sick. And it is better money to do less work.
1: Should I hook you up the with the fucking lobbyist of the chalk factory?
2: No. No. Oh. All
1: right. You sure? uh, <laughs> <laughs>
2: I know. I know that chalk needs lobby. So uh, maybe you can hook me up with that.
1: That's what I said. You said no. <laughs> no. Oh, I thought you said. Did you? Oh, yes. You can. Oh, for sure. Interesting. I'll keep an eye out. All right. Um, cool. Nothing to plug for me, but uh, we will do this again uh, uh, next week, maybe. Some shit like that. I guess I should be smart and put this on uh, on a thumb drive so I can edit it later. That'd be pretty cool. Please do. All right. Well, I will uh, I will speak to you when I speak to you. Wonderful. All right. And Andrew, it's
2: been a pleasure, everybody, and we'll talk to you next week. Be good. Be, give be okay it good, Be alright Be someone Be somebody for